Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Today on the Mind and Body Strong podcast, I am absolutely thrilled to introduce you to one of my very first life coaches. Her name is Jacqueline, and she is a motivational speaker and best-selling author of Stop Getting in Your Own Way. She is passionate about helping women create the life that they truly desire. And at age 21 years old, she started her first business from her dorm room in Georgetown University. And today she's spoken at over 100 corporations conferences and universities across the United States. She's also been featured in publications like Forbes, Elite Daily, Bustle, and her book is featured on Good Morning Washington. But most importantly, this woman, this coach is the spark that really lit a fire and reignited my passion for a new business idea that I had. If you've been following me for a really long time, you know that I have had multiple businesses that I've started and actually goes back to when I was 16 years old. I had a photography business um, where I took pictures at the horse shows and then I elevated that after college to being a health and fitness coach, which then brought me to opening my own boot camps um, conjoined with Camp Gladiator here in Dallas. And when those two businesses were fizzling out and I was kind of reaching for this next level, Jacqueline was there to support me in really stepping in and creating my new business, Mind and Body Strong LLC. And all the success that I have today is so much to do with the support that I've had from her and her coaching for the past year and a half. So I'm absolutely thrilled to bring her to the show today so that she can share with you some really imperative mindset shifts to help you stop getting in your own way, especially as we head into the last few months of 2020. It's been a crazy year, and I know so many of you are going to be feeling that urge to just push off the goals and desires that you have until the new year. And Jacqueline's here to tell you that the time is now. I know that this is going to light you up and get you so fired up to start taking action on your goals today, and I can't wait to hear what you take away from this. So make sure to leave a review so that we know what you're loving about these episodes. All right, let's pop into the episode. Welcome back to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, everybody. I have a special guest, one of my first coaches, actually, Jacqueline DiGregorio, and I'm super excited to bring her to you guys. She is just a ray of sunshine and honestly, the spark to starting my brand in Mind and Body Strong. She was like that beam of light that showed me the way and gave me the confidence to step into what I'm doing today. So I'm super excited to have you here, Jacqueline. Thank you so much, Katie. I am so grateful to have you in my life and so grateful to have the opportunity to chat with your audience. I am so excited too. And for all my audience listening, I've worked with Jacqueline for over a year now, and she's been that person in my corner, just cheering me on, pushing me towards following my dreams. And she's a speaker and an author of two books. It's actually how I got in contact with her at first. She had wrote her first book, Cups It, all about healthy eating and all of that stuff. And I was in that field too. And she sent me her book for free, like four years ago. 
And we always were contacting each other on Instagram. And then finally, a year and a half ago, I hired her as my business coach and didn't stop. <laughs> I love it. I'm so grateful for the universe for bringing us together. I am too. It was just all in divine timing and all meant to work out. And I'm just really excited for you to talk to my audience today and bring all of the knowledge about really stepping into action. But I want to give you the stage to tell my audience who you are, what you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So I am an author, speaker, and life coach. And I started my business when I was in college after doing a corporate internship and kind of feeling like this isn't really what I want to do. And when I first started, I had, uh, or I guess I was in the process of writing my first book, which Katie mentioned, and it was all about food and body image and health, a variety of things kind of in that field. And I used that as kind of my diving board, my jumping off point to just getting into this whole industry. And I focused on health and like body image and that kind of side of things for a little while, like about probably like two years. And then I kind of felt pulled to more women's empowerment and just like helping women create lives they love in all areas of their life. And um, like Katie said, I work with a lot of business owners because I am really drawn to that side of things as I do run my own business. Um, but yeah, I pretty much my passion and what I talk about is just helping people, really all humans, all genders, all ages to step into their power and really know that they have whatever they need inside of them to create a life they love in all areas of their life. And I teach how you can use your mindset and some of these internal tools to change your external world. And it's, it's really powerful. And I'm really excited to share some of that with you guys today. Yeah, it's so good. And she lives and breathes this stuff. You guys, she is like, I, whenever I'm having that down day, we I like box at her and I'm like, I need some inspiration. And she just gives me all the energy. And her second book is called stop getting in your own way, which I would love you to share kind of like the highlight version of that. Cause I think it's really going to lead us into the conversation today, which I feel like what everyone needs to hear, this is going to air in beginning of November. We're going to have two months left of 2020. It's been really hard for a lot of people. And I know that so many of my audience is gaining so much knowledge and they like to really sponge in all of that knowledge, but maybe they need that little extra push to actually take action and have that belief in themselves. So tell us a little bit about the drive behind writing, stop getting in your own way. Yeah. So I had been running my business for, like I said, about two years and I really hadn't done, not to discredit myself, but I'm going to, I hadn't done much other than fail. And that was okay. I was meant to have those failures. I'm really passionate about failure. I talk about a lot how it's a beautiful tool and it really served me. But I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like I was so sick of not seeing the results I wanted. I was so sick of, like Katie said, like learning all the things, but not really moving forward. And when people ask me like, what was the big breakthrough? Cause my business went from making like $12,000 and 2018 to making over a hundred thousand in 2019. And I, I say the big breakthrough was like a decision I made mm -hmm. as corny as that sounds. It's like one day you just decide this is what I get to have. This is what my life is going to look like. And when you decide that your mindset changes and when your mindset changes, you start to see things that were always there, opportunities, ideas, you know, you just start to change everything from that decision. And then my action steps changed. 
the fire, that inspiration, it came from a different place. I wasn't just doing to be busy. I was actually doing things that mattered. I was doing things that moved me towards my goals. So stop getting in your own way was inspired by, by that year of growth and that year of transformation. And so it's about all the things I stopped doing, bad habits, limiting beliefs, stuff that I let go of and released in order to step into who I really was and what I was really meant for. And I specifically wrote that book for aspiring entrepreneurs or female business owners. But my mom likes to tell people that it's for anyone. So even if you're not a business owner, uh, it can definitely serve you because it's all about the beliefs that set you up for success in any area of your life. So yeah, with that kind of in mind, I would love to dive more into some of those topics, whichever you think are kind of most relevant, Katie. Yeah. And I absolutely loved how you really talk about the mindset piece of it. Cause we always throw around mindset and like, Oh, mindset, mindset. But when we're going into change, I think where people go wrong is they're keeping themselves busy with all the actions and they're just doing all the things and like doing everything, but nothing's happening. And it's not about the actions necessarily that you're doing. It's like the inspiration behind that. And that's really what the shift was for you. It wasn't maybe you were doing more because actually you're working less than you ever have and making more than you've ever had. Right. But yeah. you're actually changing like the way that you, and the decision piece of it, I think is so important. And I think so many people are afraid to just make that decision because they're like afraid of like what's on the other side or something like that. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's that they're afraid of like declaring, like I get to have this. So let's say you want to declare that, um, you know, something Katie and I talked about before the show is that a lot of you are really ambitious, but maybe you don't take enough time for yourself or prioritize yourself. So let's say you declare like this goal, like I'm going to take all day on Sunday just for me. I'm going to take that day to just do whatever makes me feel good. And that's what your goal is. That's the declaration you're going to make the goal you're going to set. What people are afraid of is that, well, what happens if it doesn't work the way I want it to? What happens if I set the goal and then things come up and I'm not able to see it through? Or what happens if I actually do achieve it? Fear of success is big for a lot of people too. And then like, it doesn't feel that good. And the thing is at the end of the day, all those things are not in the present. And the only thing you have control over is the present. So is it possible that you'll set the goal and not achieve it? Yeah, of course. Is it possible that you're going to get there and be like, is this it? Yeah, I felt that many times, but that problem has nothing to do with the goal and what you achieved. It has to do with your mindset throughout the process from the beginning. And that's a whole nother thing to tackle. But at the end of the day, all you can control is the present. All you can control are your thoughts and your actions in this exact moment. So right now, all you can control is just listening to this episode. And then when this episode's over, all you can control is what you're going to do today. Like that's it. Planning and planning and planning and not doing is not serving you in any way. And so what I recommend is like just realizing that those fears are just made up things that could happen in the future. So if you're going to believe in made up things that could happen in the future, why not believe in made up things that could happen in the future that are serving you? Why not believe it's going to be so awesome? It's going to be so fulfilling. You're going to love your life and really shift into this abundant, happy, joy-filled place. You're going to attract more income because of that. Everything's going to change in your life because of that. Like, why not believe in the good? Because you're believing in the unseen either way. Um, so faith is more powerful to lean into than fear. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, if you stop making failure mean something about you, and instead you make it mean something good, actually. Like I make failure mean I'm committed, I'm persevering, 
I'm learning. I make it all positive things. So like, I can't wait to fail versus wow. Failure means I'm a failure and I suck and I'm the worst and I'm never going to achieve my goals. Of course, you're going to be afraid to embark. Of course, you're going to be afraid to set that declaration and make that decision. But when you're no longer afraid of those things, when you remove that, there's no more blocks. It's just like, there's nothing holding you back from just deciding and declaring it in this moment, saying it out loud, making it your freaking Facebook status. So all of your friends know that's how loudly I want you to declare your goal and your intention out there. I love this so much. It's so powerful when you just can make those decisions. And I, I love that you bring up the piece of, of rejection, why people are afraid to set those big audacious goals because they're afraid of what's, what it's going to make them mean. And this is work that Jacqueline and I have done extensively about separating from like yourself from failure and what you're making it mean about you. And that can be a difficult thing to do, but like, like Jacqueline was saying, if you can believe all these things in the future that could take place that are negative, you can equally <laughs> put place that on the positive side. And Jacqueline's like the queen of all the amazing affirmations. She's always saying like, you are right on track. Your success is inevitable. You're always on the right track. And just encouraging you to really step into this version of you. Like if you just were able to close your eyes and imagine for a moment that like everything is working out for you, you'd be in, like amazed at like the action steps you might be inspired to do. And this was something that we kind of worked together. I'd, I'd you know, come to her with something that I was struggling with and she'd really kind of, one of the biggest questions that she gave me that helped me was like, well, but how can you do that? How can you make that money that you want to make this month? How can you attract the clients that you want to? Because it was stimulating my brain to think of answers instead of just saying, where are the clients? Or where is this result? And just being confused. Instead, she offered me that way to like really frame it in like, how can I though? Yeah, I think it's really easy for our brains to put us in victim mindset. And I don't say that to make anyone feel bad because I was in victim mindset this morning when I woke up. My fiance looks at me and he's like, what's wrong with you? Like I get out of bed the second my alarm goes off like every single morning. And I was like, I'm stressed. And he's like, why? And I'm like, cause I'm human. Like, yeah. and I realized you're being a victim, right? It, it happens to all of us. That being said, when you ask the question, how can I, which is exactly what I did this morning for something I was working through, you take the power back. The power is no longer in all of these things are happening to me. Poor me. There's nothing I can do. The power is in I can figure this out. I am capable. And I may not be in control of everything. I can't end COVID tomorrow. I wish I could. I would, mm -hmm. but I can't. And that's okay. But I can control me and I can control my action steps, my decision, my mindset. And so I think there's so much power in taking your power back every single time you, you feel yourself going into that victim mindset. Just take your power back. Mm -hmm. Even if nothing else, tell yourself, well, I've figured out all of the hard things in the past. I've always figured it out. You have, you're here, you're listening to this. Therefore you have, right? And so you're gonna figure this one out too, whatever it is, no matter how hard it is. And again, like stop making it mean something about you and, and just deal with it. Just accept the circumstances and then make them better, right? Because that power is inside of you. And I think that taking your power back is one of the most beautiful things that we can do. Um, so I love that question. How can I, and I'm so glad you brought that up, Katie. Yeah. Taking that ownership back is something that I think a lot of people can struggle with because it can be very easy. Our brains are wired to really look for outside external things to blame. 
And when we can really learn to take ownership of all the things we get to control, which you so beautifully outlined of being like our mindset, our feelings, our actions, you know, we get to control those things. We don't get to control that COVID is not ended yet, but we can control how we show up. We can control our attitude in those situations. And I think that's when you can really step into that piece, you just show up completely differently because now it doesn't matter you know, if someone says something rude to you or the client says no, or you get rejected, it doesn't matter because you know that you are in control. Yeah. And you know that you've let go of the things that you can't control. Like, why would you try to control things you can't control? Like other people's decisions and what's going on in the world, politics, all that. Like Mm -hmm. you cannot, you can control, right? Your part. So you can vote, right? You can do whatever you feel called to do with COVID you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, whatever is right for you, but that's it. Mm -hmm. You can't control what your neighbor does. You can't control, you know, what, what your sister says to you. It's not, you're not in control of it. So why even try? Like that is just all your energy going towards that instead of on yourself and the things that actually matter. Yeah. And when you say that, it kind of feel like, I feel like that resistance of like, if you're trying to control something that you have no business controlling, it's like, you're just pushing against a brick wall and moving nowhere. And a lot of what Jacqueline talks about is like manifestation and like letting go and just really taking that path of least resistance, following the good feelings is something she's always reminding me. So tell me a little bit about your approach on those things. Yeah. So I have a belief and it's not actually a belief, it's science. So I'll start there. Um, let's talk about science. So let's talk about gravity. Every single person here has heard of gravity. They know that when you drop an object, it falls, right? Like there's nothing you could do to stop it from happening. I will demonstrate with a pen. It might be loud because I have a mic. Okay. Gravity, right? You heard that? That was my pen falling. So nobody here questions that. Nobody here is like, are you sure? We need more evidence. I I don't believe in gravity, Jacqueline. You're a little crazy that you believe in gravity. Well, gravity is not the only scientific universal law. There are other ones that are proven laws that are proven from physics. So there's, there's lots of laws in physics. You've probably learned some of them in high school when you took like your regular physics 101. So Newton's laws of motion mm-hmm. might ring a bell for you. Some of Newton's laws include an object in motion stays in motion. This is when I apply my business. So when I take the action and get going, when I make that decision, I stay in motion and it kind of feels like you're running down a hill. It's like the best feeling ever. You're just like, wow, this is fun. This is really easy. Um, But you have to push the object to get it in motion. It's like when you're sledding um, or when you were a kid, you might not sled anymore. Or if you have kids, maybe you take your kids sledding when it snows. Or if you live somewhere that there's no snow, then maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. But (laughs) when you do go sledding, I live in Philly, so there's lots of snow here. You have to push it. My dad would always have to go behind me and push me to get me started. But once he pushed me, the sled went down the hill really fast. It would pick up speed. It would get faster and faster. So fun. I just needed my dad to push me or my own feet to push off. And so all of you need to push off and start moving. That's one law. But again, there's lots of laws. And if I was going to teach them all, we would be here for a really long time. So I'm not going to, but I'm just trying to getting your mind into this understanding that these laws are scientific laws of physics. So another one of these scientific laws of physics is the law of attraction, like attracts like. Mm -hmm. And essentially people make manifestation really complicated and I don't like that. 
So I'm going to keep it really simple. So manifestation, the definition of it is taking something from thought and bringing it into reality. So for example, this is my cell phone. We, most of us, probably everyone listening, I would, I would venture to assume because you're listening to this has a cell phone, right? And so one time when I was, was, when did I get this phone? Um, probably like three years ago, I got this phone. I was like, oh, my iPhone is broken. I need to get a new phone. I thought about it. I got in my car. I drove to the AT&T store. I asked them, what phones do you have on sale? I picked one out. I get, took out my credit card. I bought the phone and I took it home. And now I have this phone in my reality. So I manifested this phone. And so when people tell me like, I don't know how to manifest, I can't manifest, everything in your life is manifestation. It started as a thought. Even if it was a subconscious thought, everything, like look around you, you're in your home office, you're at work, you're driving, like everything around you, it started as thought or it was someone else's manifestation. So it might be your neighbor has a pumpkin on their front porch. Your neighbor thought to themselves when they were at the grocery store, I should buy a pumpkin and put it out because it's Halloween, right? Like everything is manifestation. Mm -hmm. Now, the fun manifestation, I like to call it the fun manifestation that we often talk about is when it's thought and then it's like, oh, it's there. Like you didn't have to take as many action steps. Um, it kind of just was there. It felt easy, right? It's like, oh, I would love to have a little bit more money. And then all of a sudden you get a check in the mail from your aunt and said, I missed your birthday. I know it was three months ago, but happy belated. And you're like, wow, my aunt gave me a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. I just manifested that money, right? Mm -hmm. But everything is manifestation. So that being said, how do we manifest? So the simplest way to manifest is to raise your vibration. So the way I think about this is when you turn a radio dial at a certain station, like I go in my car, I play with the buttons and I put on in Philly, we have a station called q It plays pop, hip hop, rap, like popular hits music. When I put that on, the music plays without question. It's not like, should I actually play this for Jacqueline? Is she a good person? Does she deserve this? No, the music just plays. Another example is electricity. So when you plug in something, like you plug in your toaster, it just works. It's not like, you know, I'm not going to work today because Jacqueline, she said something rude to her sister and she doesn't deserve to have like toast this morning for breakfast, right? <laughs> it just works. And so money is also that same energy. It's called currency because it's like a current. And so everything in your life is that energy. And the way we bring that energy into our life is we raise our frequency. We raise our vibration. Mm -hmm. Now, the simplest way I can explain that is you vibrate as a human at a certain frequency. And that frequency is based on your feelings, your emotions, your state of being, your state. It's really who you are. And so it's not to say that you can't have feelings that are like negative ever. It's human nature. Like I said, I woke up stressed. Mm -hmm. I have bad days. I'm the same human as everyone else here, the same amount of emotions, all the things. But my average state of being is a vibrational frequency that matches what I have in my life. So I've written two books. I've spoken on a hundred stages across the U.S., I have a six-figure business, all these things. I don't say that to rub it in your face in any way. I say it to explain that my vibration matches that. That's why I have those things. So if you have a job that pays you $50,000 a year and you have, you know, let's say an average relationship or all these things in your life that are mediocre, that's because you're vibrating at that frequency. You, you get what you're a match for. So it's not just money. Like I'm in this really happy relationship. I'm getting married this year. Like all these great things. It's not to say I don't have bad things in my life. Again, bad things happen to me. Like the bad comes, but I'm able to shift out of it. I'm able to work through it fast. 
not to uh, brush it under the rug, but actually feel it. And then once I felt it work through it, and because of that, my average state of being is at a higher frequency. It's filled with emotions like joy, gratitude, faith. So when, when things aren't working out, when a client says no, or when I you know, don't land this speaking gig, or when I'm like this, they were supposed to pay me two months ago. Where's the money? Like I have faith and that faith helps keep my frequency at what it is. So the easiest way I can explain this to you, if you're like, okay, I want to manifest things, write down the things you want to manifest after this episode, or you can pause it right now and just make a list of a few things. I want to take more time for myself. I want more money. I want to have a better relationship. All the things you want. I want to improve my health. I want to work with Katie and improve my health with her. And I want to manifest the money for it, whatever, all the things in your life that you want, write them down. And then write down the feelings you think you'll feel when you have those things. I think I'm going to feel really, really happy when I'm in a healthy relationship. I think I'm going to feel like relieved when I finally have a healthy relationship with food. I think I'm going to feel more secure when I have more money in my savings account and I don't have credit card debt. I think I'm going to feel more joy-filled when I love my job and my career or my business, right? And so write down all those feelings. And then here's the magic. Here's the key. The hardest part for people, ask yourself, how can I, again, that empowering question, taking your power back, feel those feelings today? Mm-hmm. It can be challenging. You might be like, but Jacqueline, there's no way to feel secure when I don't have enough money to pay my electric bill. I'm sorry that you're going through that. I get it. I've been there. I've had financial challenges many times in my life, building this business and going on this journey. But the truth is you still can feel secure. Maybe you don't feel secure in money, but maybe you are in a happy relationship Mm -hmm. or maybe you have a best friend that loves you unconditionally and will drop anything when you need her. You have security in that relationship. You have security in other areas of your life. It just might not be with your finances. You might not feel relieved with your relationship with food, but you may feel relieved that you just got a promotion at your job, right? And so our life is not in boxes. And so you can take those feelings and bring them into your life. And we can even feel secure even if the electric bill is not yet paid by shifting our mindset which is really hard for people. But if you were to really believe that, okay, first you asked the, how can I question? You were like, how can I pay the electric bill? And it was like, well, I think I'm going to apply for this like part-time waitressing job. Um, and maybe I'll do that on Saturdays, or maybe I'm going to sell some stuff on eBay. And I posted it on the website Believe So you have to take some action, right? I'm not saying just like meditate on a rock and do nothing and hope because hope isn't a strategy, mm-hmm. but you ask yourself, how can I, you took the action and now you have the faith. The faith is where it comes in. Faith is, okay, I took the action. I've done the things. I've given the universe something to work with. And now I have faith that someone's going to buy that purse that I posted on eBay or this restaurant's going to hire me, right? Mm-hmm. And so really getting into that faith and those good feelings, even before you have the things, mm-hmm. like that's where the magic happens. That's how you manifest, really getting into those feelings and holding the faith that the things that you want are on their way. Mm -hmm. Even though you might not be able to see physical evidence, that's what faith is. Faith is believing when there is no evidence. Mm -hmm. Faith is believing in the unseen, right? So that's essentially manifestation 101. Mm -hmm. Katie, do you have any like common questions that you think will come up for your listeners after hearing that? Uh, Man, I don't think so, but um, 
I, I listened to, I listened to this episode on your podcast. Jacqueline has her own podcast called the Spark Your Light Academy or Spark Your Light Podcast. She has she used to have a Spark Your Light Academy as well. So I highly recommend listening to that. She talks a lot about this stuff. But I guess you described exactly what I was going to dive into, which is okay, feel those feelings now. What if I don't feel secure in my in my money? Well, you can feel secure in other things and when you get to that place of really holding that place, you could still feel secure financially because you just know with all of your being that that money will be there, even when there is no evidence that it's coming. And that is the hardest part. I think that's where people will dip out and be like, oh, well, maybe this wasn't for me. And they lower their vibration so that now they're getting less. And instead of just keep believing in the higher thing and just taking the next right step, I think that my audience can get either in the place of not taking action or taking way too much action and just doing, 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 doing to the point of like burnout. <laughs> and they're probably not even doing, I find that when we do that, they're not doing the inspired action. So right. oftentimes overdoing is actually a sneaky form of procrastination, mm -hmm. which for me, I was like always considered type A and like high achieving type person, really ambitious. And I used to do that. I write about this in a chapter in my book. And I definitely identified with perfectionism. Like, okay, I go over things like multiple times. I don't need to, I spend too much time on things. But procrastination, I was like, I'm not a procrastinator. Like I do stuff when it needs to be done. And you know, I'm ambitious and I'm type A and all these things. But really I, I learned through my business and, and through this self-development work that I was a huge procrastinator in the past because I would procrastinate doing the things that actually mattered, doing the things that were going to make me feel uncomfortable, doing the things that were going to put me out there and risk massive failure or embarrassment mm -hmm. by doing all these other dumb things that didn't matter. So oftentimes like the inspired action may take five minutes. It's not to say you need to work 12 hour days by any means. I build a lot of my business on, I don't know, like five hour days ish, like not, not even a full normal work day. So it's definitely not part of the process or required. Um, so if you do feel like you're overdoing, really take a look at it and ask yourself like, what am I not doing by doing all of this stuff? Or maybe you're masking feelings of not enoughness, which is something I've also been through, you know, thinking that busy is better. Busy makes you respectable. Even if you're not, you know, hitting your goals, as long as you stay busy, it, it makes it look like you're trying, right? But are, are you really, are you really moving forward? Or is it really serving you in any way? Wouldn't, wouldn't you just, happier and feel better and feel those better vibrations if you lay by the pool all day. And I'm not saying you should do that every day, but you know, sometimes it's like, we're just masking. Um, and then not doing anything is often the same thing, really fear of doing the things that matter. So either way, it's the same fear. It's this fear of putting yourself out there. It's the fear of rejection. It's the fear of I'm going to go for the thing and it's not going to work for me. But here's what I have to say to that. It's impossible for it not to work. Like if you actually believe it, it can't work for you then there's this belief that it like has to work the first time, right? Like, let's say you want to build a business and you're like, it's impossible for, uh, you know, I have to go for this business. And if it doesn't work in this first XYZ launch or this thing I'm doing, it's not going to work. No, it took me two and a half years to make money in my business. I, I just had to keep going. Right. Or let's say you want a relationship to work out. Well, it doesn't work out with this guy. It's never going to work out. That's just not true. Right. That's not ultimately true. Eventually, you're going to find the right person that's meant for you in divine timing. You got to trust that, right? So in any area of your life, it's like the only actual failure is when you stop trying. Even things that seem finite, like even things it's like, oh, I want to be a nurse. And if I don't pass my boards, then 
X, Y, Z, then can't you take them again? Oh, but if you fail three times, then you have to do X, Y, whatever. Then you do the thing that you have to do. You take the extra course, you pay the extra money, you make it work. Eventually it's going to work. Like there's, there's literally no barrier that can stop you. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, whether you're not trying to manifest things because you're overdoing or you're underdoing, it's probably that fear of putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And when you shift into, okay, well, I can't fail. It's impossible for me to fail. Then it kind of takes the fear away. Definitely take some of the pressure off. And this, like you had mentioned earlier, it's it's always in motion. It's always happening anyways. So why not just jump on that like high vibration train and help some good things happen? That was actually something that I just decided recently for myself when I had gotten a job as a trainer again. I decided that it would be absolutely ridiculous if they didn't hire me. Like I fully believed that. And when I told Jacqueline that, she's like, yes, I totally like, and she even encouraged me, carry that over to the other things in your life that you're doing. Carry that over to your business, to your personal business, carry that over. And I was like, you're right. Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So when we can adapt this in one area of our life, we can in turn just transfer that because we already have that, that feeling, you know, supercharged in our body. And now we just have to display that in another area. So as we kind of come to a close here, we're, you know, getting to last two months of 2020. Um, a lot of people at this time really start to pull back and to wait until the new year to start new things, to start transforming themselves, to start really caring about their health or starting their business. What do you have to say to those people who are waiting and that to kind of help inspire them that now is the time? Yeah, so if you're waiting, you probably have an all or nothing mindset, which I also used to identify with. Specific to health, one way to identify this, and I'm sure Katie talks about this, is like, okay, you eat one thing that's quote unquote bad. And then you, you know, eat junk the rest of the day because you already like ruined your diet or whatever. I used to do that all the time. Um, or one of my clients told me yesterday, actually, she, one of her goals is to work out more often and have a more consistent schedule. And she was like, yeah, well, you know, I already missed my workout today. So I might as well just not work out again until Monday. And I was like, what? I'm like, that's dumb. Like, like when we actually say it out loud, it's like, why would you do that? Why would your brain work like that? Mm -hmm. But it does. And my brain used to work like that too. And the good news is you can change it. So there's probably a definition that needs to be changed somewhere with this all or nothing mindset in general. So it's like, I'm not healthy or fit if I eat one bad thing during the day, or if I miss one workout, whereas like my definition of health might be like, I'm healthy when I move my body um, a few times during the week. And it's ideal for me to move it every day and I'm going to work towards that goal. Like it's a much gentler um, definition, which I personally think is serving because I think we're all too hard on ourselves. But specific to like the new year and all of this, the way I think of it with any kind of goal is that let's say that if we could zoom out and see the future, which we can, but the universe can, God can, whatever you believe in, source, angels, your own intuition. If we could just zoom out and see it, Let's say the journey to your health, let's say health is whatever that means to you. I don't want to get into like that whole thing right now, but let's just say it's the journey to feeling confident in your own skin. Let's say that. Let's say that's going to take, I don't know, a year, right? If we could zoom out and we could see it would take a year. You're not going to know, but let's just assume or starting your business. It might take a year to be profitable or whatever goal it is you're working towards. Let's just assume it's going to take a year. So you can start today and on the time we're recording, or the, we said this is going to come out early November. So let's just do that. So it's no, let's just say it's November 1st. You can start November 1st, 2020. 
And November 1st, 2021, you're going to feel confident in your own skin before the holidays, before Thanksgiving, you're going to mm -hmm. handle Thanksgiving in this like confident manner where you're going to know exactly what to eat and how to feel good and all the things, or you're going to go see your family on Thanksgiving. You're going to tell them how your business is killing it, like whatever it is, right? A year from now in 2021, or you can wait to start until January 1st, and then you're going to put off having the things that you want until January 1st, 2022. So why would you do that? Like there's no, your goal, it takes time. Mm -hmm. That is just part of the process, right? And so why would you ever push it out? Like, why would you ever wait? I always recommend like, if you have any kind of goals, start today. Like there's, there's literally no reason not to. The reason not to is everything that you're making in your head that's complicated and it's totally unnecessary. Following your goals can actually be simple. It can be easy, it can be fun you get to choose how the process is going to go through your mindset and the pressure you're putting on yourself. Like when I started my business, the day I decided I'm starting a business, the only thing I did that day, which I don't necessarily recommend this as your first step, but it was the first step in my brain was like, I'm going to like apply for an LLC. And I did. And I was like, now I have a business. Cool. And the next day I was like, I'm going to write a business plan. And I'm like, now I have a business with a business plan. Cool. And then the day after that, I'm like, now I'm going to start to research this product I want to make. And I just went one day at a time, the next step. And it, it didn't have to be that like overwhelming thing. Like my business has to go from zero to 360 in 10 days. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. So you're probably just fearing the process itself. And if, if the process gets to be simple, fun, and easy, because you get to do things that make you feel good. And of course, yes, there are inevitably up ups and downs because there are lessons you need to learn. There are inevitably things you might need to do that you don't love to do, things that are painful or uncomfortable. When I was healing with my relationship with food, there were a lot of uncomfortable times where it was like, you know, eat the foods that scare you because that's going to help heal your relationship. And it kind of wasn't fun when I was doing that, but then it was worth it, right? Or building my business, you know, doing certain things I didn't want to do, but inevitably benefited me, right? So yes, there might be some things that are crappy throughout the process, but majority of the process can be fun, can be easy, can be fulfilling. It's all about your mindset throughout the process. So if you know that, and if you know that starting today is going to get you to your goal sooner, you have no reason not to start today. And I'm going to take it a step further and say, if you are listening and you actually feel like you have a real reason to not start today, DM me on Instagram. And I'm going to prove that reason wrong mm -hmm. for you because it's a lie. It's not ultimately true. And you probably just need someone to call you out. So I'm happy to yeah. be that person for you. Absolutely. There's um, an influencer online who always says ready is a lie. And I totally believe. Yeah, I love her. Angie Lee. Angie Lee. Yeah. Who always says that. And I, I totally feel like that is so true. And I love that you spoke to that because really, why are we waiting for to say yes to our desires when they're in our heart? We can just take that next step and see where it goes. And if you keep following the good feelings and like you had mentioned, like the process pain that we're kind of envisioning, what if we just took that away and allowed it to be fun and allowed it to be easy and, you know, trust ourselves to navigate all the highs and lows that do come along with this journey. And I think you'd be amazed like a year from now that you started today, like where you were actually going to be and how much further you're going to be, you know, even, even out into the next year. So where can people come hang out with you? Where can they find more about your courses and coaching and all the wonderful things you do? Yeah. So as Katie mentioned, I have a podcast. So if you like podcasts, uh, definitely check it out. It's called Spark Your Light. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. So that's a good place. It's at Jacqueline DiGregorio. And my website is JacquelineDiGregorio.com. 
Yes, and you can find all her courses and coaching and books and things there. We'll link that up in the description. But thank you so much for bringing all of your positive vibes. And I know that people are going to take this and hopefully run with it. I want you to actually re-listen to this episode. If you kind of were zoning out, re-listen to it. Take these action steps that Jacqueline's given to you so you can end 2020 strong going into 2021 even better. Thanks so much for having me, Katie. It was so much fun. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.